Hello again, Andutini, to all my nomads out there, uh, and welcome to episode 71 of the Nomads of Fantasy. I am Obi-Dave Kenobi, I am your Jedi Master Gamer this week, uh, and I am here with uh, Eric. Greasy money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also here with Brandon. You have failed me, Inquisitor. Ooh. Ominous. Yeah. That's my line. Um, we are here talking about the 2019 classic uh, Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order. Um, before we go, do you guys consider this a classic? Did I just I glazed over that? I think it will be looking back, you know, in a couple of years. As far as Star I Wars games it, go, anyways. I think I think I've never heard a negative comment about this. Oh, like, I we have. all. We're, Oh, you have? Really? Well, we can get into it, but mostly on the technical side of things. Okay, well, all right. Well, I mean, well, we put it out yeah. on Twitter. I mean, what were they yeah. saying? Yeah, what's the, what does the internet have to say about Fallen Order? Yeah, we reached out to the Twitterverse there, at Nomads of Fantasy. Just wanted people's thoughts on Fallen Order. And our good buddy Jacob Iveson, as always, said, loved it. Mm -hmm. Cal is awesome, and I look forward to playing the sequel. Agreed on all points. Uh, Bleach Bros podcast said, excellent storyline, fun gameplay. I would have preferred a more open world type of game, but it kept on task for the storyline. Vader was excellent. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, Need some cities. <laughs> so, yeah. Some uh, cities in our Fallen Order. Maybe in Survivor. Um, Elevate Games says, fantastic game. I remember my experience going to the 9 p.m. early launch event at my local GameStop. There was a good crowd of people, and some were waiting till midnight to pick up Pokemon Sword and Shield can't wait for the sequel <laughs> next year. Nice. Uh, Draft Punk says amazing game and with beautiful environments and great gameplay slash set pieces, along with some minor plot holes and way too many sliding sections. Yeah. Some Why were there holes, so but... many sliding sections in this game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love them. They're good. <laughs> They're still good. Rob Hudak replies to that and says eight out of 10 too much poncho. False. <laughs> uh, Kilted One says, Game was great and graphics were as well. I love this more story. I would love more story about Marin. Thought she was a fantastic character and would love a story about her. Yeah, more story. Why didn't they do DLC for this game? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I yeah, mean, that's, that's one, of the, that's one of the criticisms from it is mm. just not, you know, not a bunch could've, of support for it. done so much more mm -hmm. with it, but mm -hmm. uh, cool. And Eric Vincent says, Literally made me shop for a poncho online, but I never pulled the trigger. I couldn't pull off, pull it off. I'm no Clint Eastwood. Mm. I feel like there's got to be a lot of poncho selections out there these days with Amazon and eBay and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Get yourself a nice cargo poncho with extra pockets on it. I guarantee they have Maybe. like the, you know, the replicas of Cal's ponchos. I would buy one of those. Some of those were cool. Did you guys get the pink I one? Yes, the pink one. Was I, the There's only a couple that I'm missing, but yeah. I, I, I was missing a couple by the end. Yeah, I think the best is Freakish Chic. Like that's the classic one. It's a nice leather one. Like the Western. There was a couple yeah. good ones. There was a couple good ones. Nice. All right. Well, I guess that could be a good breaking point for us there. Um, why don't we uh, take a little quick listen to some tunes and uh, why don't we take a break? Right Let's and... kneel down in a circle, right? Put our meditate, meditate on, and meditate on yep. this and reflect and we'll come maybe back. Maybe rest. You know, maybe our animal <laughs> enemies will respawn after we're done. I you never know. Alright. 
be right back. Discuss uh, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, game from 2019, released by Respawn, who developed, uh, published by Electronic Arts. Um, it is a classic as we've come to know it now. Uh, it's a modern classic. <laughs> sure, action adventure game, uh, as Wikipedia so deems it. I call it a third person character action because it's got the, it's, it's got, got yeah it's got souls like it's got metroidvania it's got everything there's a lot of metroidvania mm-hmm. in this one especially like the backtrack into the other planets but um yeah it's only a couple years old but it, it doesn't really show its age i don't i don't well think, it helps but, that it just got um a uh, next gen upgrade you know with the the ps5 yeah. and xbox series looks fantastic it really does. Runs at sixty. Oh, we all God. played it on. We all played it on series. I played X? it on yes. my PlayStation Five, which yeah. I got the extra little bit with the uh, Dual Sense. Some of the haptics going on, which was oh, good, man. really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's haptic cool. that Xbox doesn't. Really that's cool. Sweet. Yep. Every time you ignite nice. your lightsaber, well, ping, you get the little controller really? rumble. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm a little jelly over here. Um. Before we get in, why don't we give a quick recap of the story? Um, sure. Eric, can you give us a quick rundown of what we uh, what we ran through? Yeah, I'll just a quick overview. But and this is canon, by the way. This like, is that's ca- what's yeah. cool about this game. Like Cal is story... a new character in Star Wars canon, and this I mean it's official. This takes place what about ten years or so after? Five, five, it says five. It five years, years after five. Order sixty six. It says five years. Yeah, which is interesting because you think because he's still pretty young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even while well, in some of the flashbacks when he's a Padawan, he's like really young. So I've, I thought it was a bigger jump just because of the age difference. The, it seems. the age yeah. difference. It is. I, so I thought, but when I went in, on Wikipedia, it, it, it at least they say five years. Okay. If, All right. Since Padawan, take five years. Purge. How long after does Kenobi take? Ten place? years. Ten? So this is right so, between yeah, yeah, been... episode three and Kenobi, essentially, the events of those. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, we are the main character of the story is cal kestis which we come to learn we meet him on Braca, which is just a mining planet uh and we learn that he is hiding out he well at first we don't really know that he you know is force sensitive or anything like that but something happens to his what's his friend's name do you remember do you guys remember oh, his friend I forgot his buddy um uh, uh, Daddy <laughs> Listen, he sacrificed himself for Cal. His friend's name is Prof. Prof, okay. So yeah, uh, an accident happens with Prof there on Brock, and he is forced, 
forced nah, to nah. use his force powers to save him, which kind of reveals himself as a Jedi. Um, and well, they sense it. They right. Realize, oh, there's a force user here. Correct. The Inquisitors yeah, come. Yeah, the Inquisitors come like, mol like minutes later. How do they sense? They sense it across the galaxy. That was one of the things that I was like, whatever. It's not a huge gripe. It's a, it's a video game story. But like this happens, and he's like. You know, he's all worried that he revealed himself. Like, were they already on the planet? You know what I mean? I assume they're already there. Okay. But yeah, it was just, it was weird how quickly they showed up. He is working on an uh, an Imperial base, like... Yeah, shipyard. Like he's a cell... Shipyard, right? Scrapper. He's, like, he's like, scrapper, yeah. Basically hauling off giant chunks of... Dude, some of the set ships. pieces, especially in the beginning, are fucking amazing like the sense of scale of those huge star destroyers that they're cutting up it just looks so this good. opening segment to this game is nuts it's definitely the probably the best part of the game i would say is the opening 30 minutes it is really good right because yeah the closing I mean, 30 minutes yeah and the you're right <laughs> but yeah we get stuff in between is good though mentioning that we get they get you know once cal is revealed uh, his friend kind of sticks up for him. He gets murdered, and then the chase is on. The Inquisitors are after Cal. Is this all of them? Yes, second sister. We seek a dangerous fugitive. This is no common anarchist, but a devotee of the treasonous Jedi Order. <sighs> Failure to turn over this traitor will result in a charge of sedition. Turn yourself in, or everyone present shall face summary execution. I think it's time someone came forward. I, uh, I've been working on this heap a long time. Way before the war. We refit and rebuilt ships. Best in the galaxy. Then came the Empire. And engineers became scrappers. The workers? They just started getting worked. Oh. We all know the truth. We're just too afraid to say it. To the Empire, we're all just expendable. Yes, you are. No! Look at this, a lightsaber. I found the Jedi. And yeah, the whole the whole chase sequence of Cal, you know, running away, running through the trains and everything so that was train, really dude, cool. And the, it was like a good tutorial of like how the, the game's gonna play out and very good onboarding stuff. sequence. Yeah, and it was just like here's a standard stormtrooper, then like the different levels, you know, up until you encounter probably guys are shooting rockets and all that stuff, but. Um, but yeah, I thought this opening act was so fun and it was just, I don't know who doesn't look a good train scene, man. 
No, so it sets the, the tone. Train scene and it sets the tone for the rest of the game. He's on the run. Yeah. Yep. I mean, really all, I mean, that's really the overarching plot. Um, as Cal is sort of on the run from these inquisitors. Um, and then he meets up with Seer, Junda mm-hmm. and Grease. They kind did of she feel them as did she did they she feel him as well? He must have. That's must be how Seer found him. So when you turn on the force, it must make like a wave across other force right. users, and they can feel it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, like so all, all people, sixty-six, and all yeah. That. Everything is you know connected through the force. So any force-sensitive people would feel like that disturbance, as they you know as they say. So yeah, I think any force-sensitives across the galaxy would would feel that. Um, so yeah, it, it all kind of happens really quickly. Like Seer shows up right, you know, at the, right at the right moment to rescue yeah, Cal and everything, but it's very convenient, but it's, it's how you get your it's crew a video together. game it's thing. It's how you get your yeah. posse, you know? Mm-hmm. So, which this crew is a great crew. I mean, Grease is awesome. He's, you know, he's mm-hmm. the comic relief, good pilot. Um, Seer, Seer is a little bit of a mystery. When we first meet her, we don't really know what her deal is. But as the story goes on, we get more and more revealed about who she is and her background and everything, which I think they handled her story really well. Also, she's a great side character. Yeah, especially when she towards the end, she starts to get nasty with the lightsaber. So, oh, yeah. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. No, but the main the main. Yeah, the main plot here, they go to this planet Bagano. And they find this tomb because Seer knows of her master, uh, you know, Cordova. She knows that there was this Zephyl vault containing a holocron of four sensitive children across the galaxy, which they know that the uh, Empire is after this. So they want to get to it before the Empire does. Did Cordova make the holocron or he found it? I think I don't think so i don't think he like, made it um yeah i'm curious how the holocron like knows all the kids like that's it's weird like if you if it's like the oh it was it was yes it was hidden inside the vault inside the zephyr vault by cordova yes okay no that makes sense then mm-hmm. which yeah and basically from there it's just kind of like a, a metroidvania planet hopping from yep. one to the journey the journey of trying to find the key to the vault and get to that holocron before the inquisitors do which i mean this time i guess we should preface like we didn't all play i mean have we all beaten this game on regular difficulty before yes i think i was one of my first time i think back when i played it the first time i used to play games on like harder difficulties because i you know i thought i would be cool if i beat it on a harder mode I think I played this the first and you didn't time. Have kids, right? Well, it, so you yeah. had the extra time. <laughs> mm-hmm. This was well. This was actually right, uh, right after William was born, which was, was interesting. Yeah, right at the end of 2019. But so I had more time since he was, you know, he was a little, yeah, a little baby, good baby, baby yep. game time. Uh, but no, I played this. I think I want. I think I played this on like the second hardest difficulty the first time, and it was tough as hell. Like every boss yeah. took me at least like an hour or two to beat, and like even some of the more common enemies, they yeah they man. were tough. So yeah, it's we, got yes. that Dark Souls challenge to it. It's got that. I mean, they took the meditation thing basically as a campfire from Dark Souls. Oh yeah, where, they took that. Know, everybody right out of there. respawns, and but it's got 
I don't know. It's tactical. I haven't played like any of the other from software games. Like, um, what's the? Sure you did. You played it. The you samurai played one, through Dark Elden Souls. Ring. Yeah, well, that's the only one. But this <laughs> came out before Elden Ring, so there wasn't yeah, a... Dark Souls. You didn't play or Bloodborne. No, not really. Um, but Sekiro. That's what I'm thinking of. Did that come out after this? This was before Sekiro was right before this. It might have even been the same year. Yeah. Because there's a lot of technical, like, sword fighting stuff that you can do, blocks and parries and all that kind of stuff here. And Which, it, if it, you're a little bit off, you, like, you just get murdered so quickly. It's Yeah, it's you got to make sure you're doing your parries and your dodges and all that stuff, your rolls. But but when you perform it just right, you do feel it pretty It feels badass. really it's good. Yeah. Rewarding. Never so, gets old. This time we played it, we all played on story mode. Um, baby mode. Baby ass baby yeah. mode. Loved yeah, it. No Which, shame. It was different it was fun. Completely like, different experience, yeah. Yeah, because you can kind of just breeze through sections. I could do, do like whole planets with only using a meditation zone like once. The like, only time uh, I would use meditation spots was to upgrade my skills, you know. I that's would, a save too. Like it, in the save, yeah. Yeah, that's so about whenever it. You, right, whenever you cross one, yep. But I mean, I didn't die at all on my entire run. I beat every boss first try. Like it was, it was easy. Yeah, and you see when you start, it kind of just adjusts like the parry sliders and adjusts the damage that they're doing like way down. Basically, the parry so. window is huge on this mode. Like you can you can hit that parry button like five, two seconds before, and you'll do do a perfect parry. I like it. I like it. Makes it. It does give you that. Um, like, cause that's the thing you you always want when you're playing Star Wars games. You want like that that power fantasy, and it, you certainly get it from this when you're deflecting blaster bolts back and chopping things in half with <laughs> with just the a little side swipe and stuff like that it does that was one of my critiques badass. when i played it yeah when i played a normal i didn't like that a bug could kill me i like this is stupid it is an organic being well, i have a lightsaber i should be able to cut right through that if you think you're about it it's sort of it's right it sort of makes sense for cal's character and the way he is because I mean, he was trained as a pad a padawan under a Jedi Master, but, but I'm saying the he cut himself off from the Force. The, the, the yeah, shell of the sure. Just it's a video it. game. It's a video game. But yes, I want to talk about how it's a video game and how some video game elements are so video gamey. Yes, it kind of takes me out a little. There bit. is some of those. There's in like this a game tone sure. shit. There's like imbalance and like some things very seem very fluid and part of like Star Wars and it feels natural like the combat. In the exploration, but some things like the sliding, dude, those sliding like, sections, way too many. That was that's that's my main. I feel like that's my main gripe with this game. Like is the big, the sliding the big shoots and it's like shoots and ladders. Like you got to have because that's the best part about like the level design in this game. I thought it was amazing because it's got that Metroidvania quality to it. Like we said, like you know, you'll see things that you have to come back to later when you get other powers. You know, things that you'll pull down later, you'll come back and all of a sudden, hey, there's stuff back there. Which you um, get to focus on. Yeah. But you're not worrying about right. getting not your ass yeah. yeah, the exploration yeah. was fun for sure. But, but yeah, unlocking unlocking shortcuts so you can come back later is a big thing in this game. And you, the slides are part of that. So I just I, think I feel like there they're... could have been a better way to handle it because like every time like you Toots. slide you miss one jump you get restarted you miss the jump again you get re- like don't miss just... the jump yeah but like what's the point <laughs> of doing it? it's not fun it's not fun to do yeah, it, if it, it turns just... into like a Nintendo game out of nowhere I yeah feel. it's just just like what is this or it's like, like a, Mario? It. it's like an endless runner you know you're just jumping to you know I don't know yeah. it's weird. somewhere they have they got those elevators that just 
appear out of nowhere and bring you back up to your ship magic. Yeah, like, I understand the the point of it. I just feel like they could oh, yeah, come like, up with a better Seer, solution. When we go to the first planet, Seer, you could have parked right in front of the temple. Why are you being a jerk and making yeah, me like fight? Making and, you like, walk. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's just Yo, can we talk about that first planet? Thing. Pagano, I love yeah. I love the creatures. I love the little um prairie dog like aliens hopping yeah. up and down. When you get to that planet, it's so cool. Like it's it's like you're on top of oh, like a Grand Canyon or something like that. And you just see all these crevices and stuff like that. But you see the building you gotta go to way out in the distance. And you just gotta be careful because you're really high up. And you see these little prairie dogs just like popping up and down as you explore and uh zip There's zip the, line the big one. Like there's the big giant lizard one. Did you see that one? Oh, there is yeah, lizard he's, on the, he's on the he's on the other side of a canyon, yeah. and you can just sit there. There's actually a chair that, like, I don't know that you can't sit in, but there's a chair like on one side of the cliff, facing oh, really? it. really? Yeah, and like you yep. get you scan it, and you get like a whole story about like what kind of with the lizards. There's not many left, and you know, few and far between in the galaxy. So it's kind of cool. Like it's yeah, there's definitely some cool ones on there. Those toads can toads can suck it. <laughs> the big, Those toads are the big yeah. giant toads. Uh, what's it? They had a, a named one, like Ogo Bongo or something like that. Ogo it was like Bongo. a mini boss, yeah. Yeah, like in the middle of the level. And I remember when I first played that game, that dude killed me like 30, 40 times. Well, the first time, no. I I <laughs> felt like a badass because there's there's a hole where you can jump down on top of him, and it takes like half his health if you do like the you know. Jump on top and press the square button at the right time. It takes like uh, yeah. half his health away. So I did that like the first time that I played it, and it felt really good. Uh, but yeah, those little prairie dog dudes—they're called Bogglings. Did you guys, did you so guys cool. find the one that can like stow away on your ship? No. No. They're, Tell me about this. So after you go back to Bagano, like the last time, like towards the end of the game, you can. There's this new section that opens up where before you needed the force push to open a door, but you know, the first time you go there, you don't have it. But if you push that door open, there's one of those bogglings hiding in there. And if you like talk to him, interact with him, you're like, Hey buddy, you know, you need a place to stay and he'll return to your ship. And now you got a little pet. Huh. Oh, that's awesome. No, I wish I Man, got that. That is a pretty and sweet I, ship. I'm pretty sure there's other things you can collect that are like other like companions or something that you can collect to go on that ship because there's a trophy for collecting all of like the companions that can go on the mantis and okay. i didn't i didn't get it so there must be other hidden ones oh, that i don't no know about shit okay wow. that's so cool. i thought it was just the flowers like that was yeah. yeah there is yep all the flowers yep all the plants fill up the garden in there greases plants that is a it pretty sweet ship like we haven't seen that in the star wars galaxy at all yeah the before, mantis is we? cool yeah it's I don't cool know. Design. I don't know if I've seen that before in any other movies or books or anything like that. But um, just this the way what it's I like set about. Up. Sorry. Yeah, on. I like this stuff. I just no. I just like I like like the creature design. I like the ship design. I a like lot the of character. it. I like Cal. Like you know, that's this, what I was going to say. A lot of things right. Yeah. A like, lot of it. It is... doesn't feel like a knockoff or something like that. Well, a lot of it is original to this, you know, to this game. Like you said, the creatures. I mean, some obviously some of the stuff is BD from one. other Star Wars lore. Dude, oh, BD we'll get one. The BD. Yeah, we'll get he's there. a We're whole planet, other topic. But, yeah, we'll get to him. <laughs> um, but no, everything like the characters and yeah, like you're saying, Brandon, some of the designs for the ships and the the creatures and everything, they feel really original, but they also fit into this 
Star Wars universe really well. You're uh you've watched the Rebels and Clone Wars, correct? I've watched well, I'm like at the end of Clone Wars. I haven't watched Rebels, but yes, Clone Wars I've watched most of. Okay. Night Sisters make an appearance and all that stuff. Night Sisters okay, are so, a big, big plot point in Clone Wars. Okay. So Fallen Order kind of uses some lore that's oh, yeah. being pulled from those shows. How does this game feel as a fan of Star Wars, a fan of the movies and TV shows and all that stuff? Like when you look at this game and it's like its place in the franchise, like how does it feel? Does it feel like it fits or does it add things? It, does it ruin it, things? I don't, I think it, it's weird. It feels like definitely like just a side story, but it feels like it fits into, you know, Star Wars lore. I don't know how, like at this point, at the end of the game, by the end of the game, Cal doesn't feel super consequential to anything that happens because, I mean, obviously, whatever. He meets Vader and whatnot, but like, <gasps> nothing he really does feels super consequential um, to, like, the greater Star Wars lore or anything. But I think it, it fits in nicely. I mean, I guess we'll see where it goes in the sequel. Um, but, like, it doesn't feel like he's made a huge impact on anything by the end. It's just a fun adventure. It's just a fun adventure. It's a tough part with stuff that happens between three and four is because you already know where the that the Empire is still around, that Vader is still around, that you know all sorts of things are bound to happen. So you can only you can only mess with so much. Like, right. If he got the holocron and you know decided to start his own Jedi thing, like you know they would have to be wiped out at some point or hidden like forever um, because they never make an appearance anywhere in the future. So. Well, there are it's... some there are some weird hints. I like. I think we all just watched the sequel trailer for Jedi uh, Survivor yeah. before this, mm-hmm. and there yeah, are some hints in there that maybe Cal is training someone in the in the sequel because the some there's a voiceover which I think is you know they showed like the Grand Inquisitor in that trailer. Um, was that who it was? I think I think that's who that's supposed to be, or it's just one another person another uh whatever someone from the the same race not the bald dude that got stabbed in kenobi so that's the whatever that's a whole thing that is the same race of alien but Mm -hmm. they made him look completely different in kenobi for whatever reason this has been a whole point of contention among star wars Mm. fans but the that is like the race of the grand inquisitor i think i had just assumed that's who that was supposed to be i could be wrong though but But there are some implications that Cal is, is training somebody in the uh, in the sequel. But whatever, that was yep. Curious side note that comes out next year too, right? Yeah, twenty twenty three. It's a good time to replay if you're listening to this. Just... Hopefully, you haven't played it already, but we'll see. <laughs> but on the first planet, you're yeah. like Sears, like you need to go uh, and learn some something from like my Jedi Master or something like that. So he doesn't know what, and he's like, all right, I'm going to go to this temple and, and learn. But on his way there, you're introduced quickly to hey, probably the greatest character in this game. BD. <laughs> BD. I, can, I can confidently say he's probably the best, one of the best companions in a video game. Companion characters in a video game. Definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, because he's got like that little... I don't know, like the way he bobs his head to like, you know, look at things or, I don't know. He's got that little like, like he got like a little 
doggy friend. Like, you know, like yeah, a dog is a probably like the best analogy for his like mentality. Such a fun little companion. And anytime, uh, I learned this towards the end of the game, but if you just press down on the D-pad at any time, you just talk to BD1. Just yeah. like, hey, hey BD, what's up? You know, how you doing? And they just like, they the have idea? this back and forth that they do throughout the entire game. So good, like obviously, whatever. BD1's got that droid talk, but it feels like he has such a personality to him, you know, and just the way that him and Cal interact with each other. It does. I, the beeps and the chirps kind of get me annoyed sometimes because really, no. I love it. I'm no. all for BD1. Like, no, I want him. It's just a, all the charm to this scene. I know it's it's a Star Wars thing that bugs me, but like even Luke talking oh, to R two, okay. like it's just like really like how dare you? Call I love I no that's like, like I love that's that. like my, one of my favorite things of Star Wars. It's kind of cheesy, is the but, droids. It, yeah, that's why I'm always like an advocate of like the characters that that are nice to droids because like a lot of the yeah. if you watch the original trilogy, they're just mean to R two and C three PO. Well, I know? thought it and, was like, cool. I like that. I thought it was cool because. The it it reinforces in this game that what they're saying, That's like the droid brave. talk, is actually like okay. a language that yeah. Cal can understand. Because Wait. later, BD One's talking to Marin, and Marin's like, "I have no idea what you're saying." <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. Okay. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same thing with Wookies. They just go, and they're like, right. "Oh, it's purple. Oh, you said that." And like, yeah, come on, sure, now. yeah. It's got it's not. It's it, breaks, it also has aliens and things called the Force yeah. in it. It's like, but you have like C3PO with a voice modulator. Just put one of those on BD. Okay. It wouldn't be as charming if BD was know, just saying words. I would be like, ah. it wouldn't have that. I don't know why. Also, I mean, look at the shape of R2 in 3PO. Like, those are yeah, horrible designs. Like, R2's like... just a trash can. Okay. Well, yeah, R2's just a trash can. You know, he needs yeah. all those compartments to do stuff. Speaking of astromechs, I love slicing those things up in this game. Yeah, those things do not this, The Empire astromechs, yeah. But no, BD1's design is great. He's cute. I yeah. love that you can change his colors and everything. You can customize him the way you want. And, like, he's super useful, too. He's your map. He's your, you know, health packs. He's your flashlight. He explores. He he's learns, your zip line. He does more for you. You can upgrade him. He slices into doors. Like he does all the, he does all the stuff for you. Dude, you can take a, a probe droid and hack one okay. with yep. him, and he'll hop on it for a little so bit. So good. Yeah. It's a great idea to put this little creature droid that hangs out on your back. I love it. And when he hops off, I know to stop and look around, or not, and he'll just catch up. The way they they integrated him was uh. Yeah, because he lets you know very, there's, something genius, to, I there's something in the environment to look at. Oh, yeah. Just... you got to scan everything. Of course. Well, I mean, and they've already, from here, this is the first time we've seen a BD, a BD model. Mm -hmm. We've seen it in The Mandalorian now, which I bet we'll be right. seeing more of it next. I bet you this next season we get some more BD action. God, I hope so. There's got to be. Because, well, I mean, like, it's... As they introduce new movies, they have to sell toys to kids. So you got to introduce new droids. Of course. Of course. Because, you know, in the future, they have BB models. And then, I don't know, Rise of Skywalker, they had the unicycle little droid. I forget what right. that one was called. But I don't know. This one this one was definitely more helpful than a lot more droids. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it, they use, yeah, like you said, they use them in a really smart way. Because he's, well, he's, the way they use the Metroidvania components, you know, the, your force powers is one of them. But BD is the other because you're upgrading BD to slice through doors that you couldn't normally get through 
or charge up the overcharge these panels that would activate like a door or deactivate a ray shield or something. So the the way they use them is really smart and you know, he's just he's just cute as hell. I didn't know I'm actually looking at the uh the character um list here and um hold on, give me two seconds here. There is a, a person that is actually charged with like the voice work for BD one, which is kind of interesting. Benjamin Burt, an American sound designer, film director, editor, screenwriter, and voice actor. So but he's done stuff for Indiana Jones and you know E.T. Wally, all sorts of stuff. So that's probably why we got such a good droid is because this he's a professional droid maker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you guys feel about like the whole conceit of like Cal slowly regaining his force powers? Because I, I mean, I, I like those flashbacks with his master, uh, Jero Tapal there. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought he was cool. Um. Yeah, but it was interesting how they because they had again, they had to work this Metroidvania mechanic into the game somehow. So they made it a story beat where like Cal is slowly, you know, he I think blocks he's a himself traumatized. off from the force. And as a child, to, to, to experience what he experienced, like he was friends with those troopers on the ship. That was his master. The Order 66 sequence of this game is like one of my one of my favorites. That's pretty. Yeah, uh, it's pretty horrifying. It's really cool. So, but, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like he he just turned himself off from the force. We've seen and, it with like uh, Kenobi too. It's the same way where they can't just turn it right back bit. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although Sarah did kind of turn hers right Sarah back did. on. But she's also a master at Yeah. So right. I don't know, maybe there's well, I mean she's pretty fucking powerful. She She is well, she taps into the dark side like, as well. Like she's a you know, yeah. she's got both sides. A little bit there. of both. Mm-hmm. A little bit of both. Yeah, she's an interesting character. Well, that's the balance, as we learned so well in uh, The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, God. Light, light and dark rises. I mean, that's, I mean, that was part of the best part of The Last Jedi, too. So Nice. So, yeah, you go from planet to planet. We get Kashyyyk. We get... Um, Kashyyyk great. Kashyyyk, I'm, yeah. Kashyyyk was fun. fun. It's, this is probably the most Kashyyyk we've seen, because we, we get glimpses of it in, like, episode three. When when the war is going yeah. on, but that's about it. Like we don't really see in... Kashyyyk that much. There's, I think there's some in like Clone Wars and stuff. But some in Clone Wars. I mean, you get a couple levels. Some of my favorite levels in um Battlefront are Kashyyyk levels because you can mm-hmm. kind of just like. Then that's just because that game is so gorgeous too. It's kind of like, but yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, there is yeah. not a lot. Um, not a lot of Kashyyyk. But that Tarful. Oh god. That uh that Tarful character is from uh the movie i think in the clone wars he's in the third movie i think he's the grayish mm-hmm. the one that's behind yoda blackish grayish yeah yeah he's one of, yeah one of the generals there Get yeah so, so wow yep, nice saw time. saw guerrera also is he's from clone wars as well and from rogue one yeah mm-hmm. and they got the like same voice Mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker, got, yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker to do the voice rather. Yeah, that's a little, which is nice. Like, please take this. That's what I'm saying. But I like that they're doing that with the game. They're not having a fake. Like they tied Forrest in nice. Whitaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had really him, you know. And I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I just you might see Forrest Whitaker. Whatever that character needs. A I helmet. know you don't just like put it. a helmet on the guy, just... <laughs> so I don't see Forrest Whitaker peek his head into the ATAT. Like, what are Dude. you doing here? We got to talk about that ATAT sequence. That was also one of my favorite sequences in the game. 
Because, again, you don't you don't really get to see the inside of an ATAT -AT all that often. Oh, my God. Star when Wars you sport. land in the water, yes. you jump off the ship, you land in the water. That's right, dude. And you slowly... So you see them off in the distance. You're like, huh. Like, that's kind of cool. Like, they're, like, attacking the base or whatever or doing something. But they're like, wait, am I actually going to them? Oh, I'm going to go to them. I'm going to fuck with them. And you keep going closer and closer. You're like, okay, I'm going to go on this one. And it's, and it's hanging with, like, like grass and weeds and seaweed and shit. And it was awesome. And then, like, you can start climbing on that. That was so cool. And I was like, oh, shit. And you're climbing up or all around an ATAT. -AT, and then you go through the top. There's, like, a guy up there. You take him out. And then you hop inside. Oh, I was I very it. giddy. Yes. This sequence was very cool to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is this is what's up. I like this. Yeah, you always so wonder cool. what it looks like inside there because you don't really get to see it. And it makes sense, too, because like, there's, like I don't know, it's bigger than inside than I thought it would be. You know, there's different compartments. and metal walking box. Yep. Yep. And then there's all these little spaces, and then you get into the cockpit. And then you do the classic clonk their heads together, and then you actually yeah. get to fucking control the thing. Ah, oh, that was yeah, that was a great set piece moment. That was fun because I didn't think I was gonna be able to play it. I thought like, oh, it's gonna, he's gonna take over, and I'm gonna watch the sequence, and I'm gonna go back to fighting with my lightsaber. But <laughs> you get to actually like shoot the fuck out of yeah. the Empire. Like this is dope. Right. Looks so good. They probably love the part with. Sagar, Sagar, he just like, appears on the on windshield. Hey, yeah. Dave, it's hey, Forrest Whitaker. What are you doing? Just want to say hi and remind you I'm in this. All right, Forrest Whitaker's leaving now. Good job, kid. <laughs> uh, he was in the game too much, though, so he just no, poked his head in. He's got, like, two scenes, a couple lines. He's an asshole. He fucking ditched them when shit was going down. He was like, fuck it, right. we lost. Like, Sagar, what are you doing? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, screw these Wookiees. Uh, but yeah, it was nice that they. It was a good break from soon. like the lightsaber combat. Finally, get to see some NPCs. Yeah. This is one of my gripes because this game is just nonstop action. It's just going around and killing and exploring, and there's no. Like we heard a comment no about cities, open world, no. like there's no like yeah like village or or anything. And like to me, mm -hmm. that's yeah, some okay. of the fun of Star Wars is the common folk no, trying to just live in the world. I like that in just in any franchise. Like, how are you living in Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? I just like that stuff. So I, it's not really in this game too much, but it, this base at least was kind of cool. People hanging out, humans and Wookiees and whatever. And Kashyyyk, and I thought that was awesome. Mm -hmm. It just looks so beautiful. And when you come back, you just it's see like, tall trees. It's all different when you come back too, I believe, right? Because the Inquisitor chick comes back and ends up murdering a whole bunch of people and stuff like that. So having the environment change, I guess a little bit in between your visits there. Um, so I think you do have to leave for a little while after you go to Kashyyyk to get, I think force push or pull or whatever. And then you come back and then you can get to Tarful. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, Danthomir was another planet that we went to. Um, yeah. That is a, yep. That was a desolate hellscape. Um, of the planet. Much more enjoyable when you're playing on story mode. I was going to say, mm -hmm. and the harder difficulties, a, oh my god, yeah, that dude, planet kicks your ass. Yeah, dude. Spiders, yeah. The spiders on that planet fuck those spiders. fuck themselves. Because, yeah, they're, like, I, the first time that one jumps out, there's a, just a web in the middle of the room, and I was not 
really paying attention, but I noticed as I started walking over it, like, oh, there's webs on the ground. And then literally one comes off of the ceiling and grabs you by the neck and tries to bite your head off. It's, mm-hmm. It gets that ac- arachnophobia up and up and churning. It's really fucking creepy, those things. You also find one of the best things in the game on Dathomir, the double-bladed lightsaber. I love the I it's love cool. the double bladed. It there's oh, yeah, it's, all and it, it's awesome because it changes like the, there is two different styles of combat when you're using you yeah. know just the single and then the double because mm-hmm. the single is more like slower stronger strikes and then the double is more like crowd management for like a one on one. Yeah, so like when you got a bunch of those spiders well, surrounding I, I, you, I play just the opposite. What do you mean? Like what? this, the single blade is the quicker one, and then no, I no, use, no, 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 no. I always way. use the double. No, I'm not talking about the speeds of the attack. I'm talking about like getting your way. Oh, you mean it. like killing quicker at killing enemies? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. You can do a lot, a lot of quicker shots with the double, but like you don't have the range that you do with the other one. One of my favorite moves. One of my favorite moves. Here's a pro tip for you. When you got those night sisters surrounding you, and you. Well, a couple upgrades here. If you use the the double trigger force, like pull all the enemies towards mm-hmm. you, and then you use the double tap on like the whatever, like the heavy attack for the double bladed, it'll spin around you, and oh, that's so satisfying. That pull them all towards you, and then spin your lightsaber around you. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. You can literally throw your lightsaber all around in a circle around you. I kept doing that, dude, against the Night Sisters. So Fucking good. Butter. The yeah. one, the one I really liked when you get it unlocked is there. They do a transition from single to double. Mm-hmm. That's like a special move. Very good, yeah. And he does, he does some acrobatic shit, and then he spins it. Or like as he's transitioning from single to double, that I started. It makes it a lot more fluent, fluid to get from one to the other, and you kind of. This game's got a really good do it combat system. I would it's, say, yeah, it's like it's, there's a lot of it's depth. Pretty fun. There's tons of yeah, tons of upgrades, tons of moves. And the my favorite one by the end, it's one of the last moves you get, is where you break it off into two and do your big slash. Yeah, like, oh, that dude, is that's so a powerful. game changer. Yep. That and and story mode, it's literally like two of those, and the boss is almost dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the double, the well, the two hander is mm-hmm. yeah, definitely really cool, especially when you're throwing them too, because you're throwing one and then you still have the other one in your hand to block, which is extra nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but. so smart how they incorporate because like. Yeah, those are like your three types of lightsabers. You know, you got your single, you know, two-handed, double-bladed, and then dual. Like, that has it, all of them in this game. What about lightsaber nunchucks, yo? Lightsaber. Well, I heard I heard that they made this game before it was a Star Wars game. And they are like, oh, that looks like a Star Wars game. Let's make it a Star Wars game. And originally, it was just, they were making, a, just like, a this combat was for something else. Oh, wow. And it was oh, an really? original idea. And then they were like... That if you if like they're like oh let's just make this a Star Wars game that's that's what I saw out there yeah which is interesting that is interesting I mean the combat system is definitely the one of the highlights of this game feels feels good it makes you feel like a Jedi for sure and like feels I, really good I mean I, I think it's fair to say and you know I don't think it'll gain you know, much criticism this is probably the best feeling lightsaber combat in any Star Wars game. Yeah, he usually he it just sucks. Do that, yeah, that power trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like Force Unleashed, but everything felt like a fucking you were that cu- was cutting okay. through. You were that cutting okay. through air, you know. You know, it didn't feel yeah. as impactful. 
Or like the old or Jedi Academy games. A lot of those were first felt no weight, version. weight to it. They had the better they had like really fun like telekinesis stuff. Like you can move things and throw things in that game. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really fun. This game didn't have it as much. Like it did for like pushing and pulling stuff and enemies and Definitely more focused on the, the lightsaber combat in this game. Yeah, because they kept the force powers are kind of at a minimum. Like you're they're not... more to assist you while you're using your lightsaber, you know. Or you get the occasional big force push of a group of enemies off the side of a cliff, which is always satisfying. Yeah, but you're not doing you're not doing mind trick. You're not doing force lightning. You're not, you know, I guess you're not really throwing stuff at people very often. You can throw people at people. Yeah, you can Something. throw probe droids at people and they'll explode. That's yeah, about it. but those are yeah pretty few and far between. So. Yeah, they were pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, the the boss fights were pretty fun. Like I liked the well. Actually, let's talk about the Inquisitors. Let's let's actually start with Trilla. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of her as the main antagonist to this this game? I mean, uh, the first time the reveal came that you know she was Sears' apprentice was like a good moment. Like I wasn't expecting that at all. Oh, that's right. Because she's a, at first you think she's dead, right? She's just killed off, right? Because yeah, Sears doesn't really reveal that. You know that her apprentice survived and was still alive. She he she div- divulges some details of it early on to Cal, but she doesn't go into full details until later. But yeah, the first fight, the first time you meet uh, the second sister, you you know she takes off her helmet and reveals like, "Ooh, I was Sears' apprentice," and they're like, "Oh shit!" No, but she was a good character. I liked her. She kind of gave yeah, like the. Great. She gave the Kylo Ren, like, why don't you ask her about what really happened kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, so you know something's going on. There's more to this story. The yeah. ninth sister was just a whatever, big old bruiser, <laughs> big old brute. Yeah, she's only just in the beginning, Jedi. too, really. You don't really see her, too. Nope, yeah, just in the beginning, and then you, you fight her, kick her ass. But that's about it. Speaking of before we forget about that. Uh, when you fight her, you fight her on Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you do that tree. that wicked ass flying scene on the bird to make your way up the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is the cool. thing. Like we, yeah, completely forgot about that while we were on Kashyyyk. But like the just the sheer vista you can get of like yeah, all of like you see. I mean, you're basically flying on a giant bird, like never-ending story kind of style. But you yep. see like the the vista and the horizon. Like there's. Tons there's that stuff out there. There's that one line by Cal. I don't know why it like stuck with me, but it was it was like he was like, "There's so much untouched by the so Empire." The Just Empire like you know, the beauty that still remained out there on Kashyyyk. Like, was so, there was this you know shitty in this one area where the Empire was you know doing their business and their mining business and everything. But like, you look out at the rest of the planet and you're like, "Wow, you know, there's a whole world out there." Like, I wish we could explore more of it. You know, like. That just made me want to explore, explore Kashyyyk even more. More stuff that's gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a friendly place. No. Yeah, not terribly. But um, yeah, Dathomir. Um, we also met <clears throat> uh, Malikos, who's just like Mal- Terran Malikos. Yeah. He's just a dude hanging out in a robe and on Dathomir. You don't really know much about him when you first meet him. And then I think when you go back the second time, you get in the temple. And he's outside when you come out or something. I think something like that. And he kind of reveals a little bit. Well, there's that one point where Kel's, yeah, Kel just gets annoyed with him. He's like, all right, just fucking tell me who you really are. 
And then that's when he reveals his whole, he takes off his robe and reveals his crazy scars and everything on his chest. And he's like, I used to be a Jedi, yeah, but now I'm a crazy hermit. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, he fell in love with a little too much dark side. On yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. His whole arc was fine. I didn't care for it that much. The, the best part of Dathomir was Marin for sure. Like, I liked her uh, character and her backstory and everything. Yeah, I guess. I was weird when she started, like, talking to you normally. And, like, at first when you see her, you think she's just, like, some crazy knight sister lady. Like, and she's just trying to murder you and raise the dead to murder you. And, <laughs> you know, all that kind of Turns stuff. out she's cute. Yep. Who knew? <laughs> is she... What race is she? Well... I don't know what the- that... The males on Dathomir are called like the, uh, what is it? The Baraks or something? I forgot what they were called. No, I don't remember that. The Darth Maul species? species? Yeah. They're Zab- Zabroks, that's what they are. Uh, but I don't know what the, the females are called. If there is a separate race or anything for them. But, um... Yeah, well, female Zabraks cool look like they got horns too, so it ain't that. Okay. No, we don't have to keep keep waiting for that. But um, is there anything else on Dathomir? I mean, you end up coming back and killing Malakos. Yeah, you have the fight with Malakos, and then you the get chick back, the taking Marin with you. Get the Astrium, and it's kind of the key to opening the vault on Zepho. Or not on Zepho, on uh, Bagano. We didn't even talk about Zepho yet. No, but you know what's interesting about Zepho? I think that turns into Star Killer. Really? I think I you saw, might be right. I saw a thing on um, YouTube, uh, and one of the Easter eggs or whatever somebody said was like it's alluded to that they're mining for those crystals, right? When you're there, mm-hmm. when you're trying to, when Kale is trying to get his new crystal for his lightsaber. Oh, that's on Illum, not on Zepho. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm mixing those planets up. Yep, yep. That's a yeah, Star Killer base. That's, that's the one that turns a Star Killer. It is. And when you own. look at the, yeah, weird. Okay. Because yeah. okay. like when you look at the picture, it has like this big dark gray band going across it, and that's the same thing that they end up using to carve into for Star Killer. That's really cool. Um, and that's what they would use to to shoot the. Huh. They harness the power the of the kyber crystals. Yeah. Which is kind of sad, though, because that's where all the Jedi's would go to get their crystals for their lightsabers. Right. That was like sacred Jedi planet. That was that was another cool thing in the Clone Wars is they show they make mentions of like the trials where, you know, the young Padawans would come to Illum and they would put them through these trials to find their crystal um, to, you know, build their lightsaber and everything. That's kind of the the last step of being a Padawan is building your own lightsaber, finding your crystal and building your own lightsaber. But yeah, they actually, they alluded to that a lot in uh fallen order here, but you actually get to see that in the clone Wars. So I thought that was cool. I th- that just adds to it now that I've seen more of the clone wars. Um, but going back to this planet, they, they show a lot of that, but loom was great. Yeah. Huh? So what was Zaffo? Zaffo was the, the, like the ancient, whatever, that's where the the Zepho are from. Where that's like the second planet you go to, I think. 
I think is that the one where you land where there's an actual base? Yeah, it's like the, are like right, right there. It's like the landing it's platform. Like the waterfall, and, and then the you, ice, go, it's yep, got, you go off to it's the got right. The mining going. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zepho yeah, is all right. Zepho yeah, cool. has a lot of the uh, like the puzzles of in the tombs and everything, which those you know those puzzles are fun. A lot of them. oh, okay, mm-hmm. they weren't bad. I'll tell you this so like well, I I think this game missed out on just showing us, I don't know, urban settings yeah. or like civilization. Everything's just out in like either a base or like a sacred land or nature mm-hmm. in desolate areas. It's just monsters, and this is very video gamey. I understand like. Because you can't just fight humans and stormtroopers the whole time, right? And it's got to be variety. I get that. But I don't know. I just, just take me to, maybe not Tatooine, but like, just take me to a planet where there's villages and people are running around, but I'm trying to like scale. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wanted to see, see like civilization. Land on an open planet and get a speeder and just drive out to the east like you're playing fucking Skyrim. Just being like, that, I'm going yeah. that way with my lightsaber. I would love that. Supposedly, that, that's what uh, Ubisoft is working on—an open-world Star Wars game. Really? So, yeah, yep, they got one in the works. But Ubisoft? Yeah, Ubisoft. Oh, I can't wait for so many map icons. It's gonna be just awesome. so Assass- Assassin's Creed, but Star Wars. I mean, listen, that this sounds game great. Does not to have me. It does crazy. sound good. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, yeah. So I guess after we go to all these planets, um. You end up getting the key to the vault and having go back to uh, Bogano. Bogano, thank you. Um, you get into the vault. You find the... Oh, you do the thing crown. like you did in Last Jedi where you put your hand on the glass. Yeah. Dude, there's a ton of like cool, those force... Cool trip. I, the, throughout this game, there's a ton of like these force visions, you know, that Cal has, which I always like those sequences. I I thought they were really cool. And you like them because you get an ability out of it. Yeah, exactly. You know that. Yeah, you know that there's an ability at the end of it. But, but yeah, yeah. there's there's some cool stuff. Yeah, the the whole sequence that was one of the best ones when he goes back to the vault and the whole sequence of him like basically seeing the future of what would happen if he, you know, used these names to start a new Jedi order. You know, it would just end the same yeah, way. This was in tragedy. Depressing, man. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah, was, that last... yeah, that was fucked up, but it was kind of weird because you're like walking through a dream almost. And like people are popping in like all around you kind of telling the story of, you know, you're seeing your little Padawans get shot and stuff. It was, it's pretty messed up, but mm-hmm. um, basically like the holocron kind of reveals itself after that. And the second sister shows up. Yeah. She's of course following you somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Um, you do your little battle and you kind of steal her lightsaber somewhere in the battle and then kind of have a little force trip and when you wake up she is gone but during that force trip you get to see the backstory of Sarah and the second sister oh this was Control. actually really cool yeah, very well done I like this this is well done for sure like to see their actual perspective of what they went through mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool yeah, especially yeah. You, but yeah, you lost the holocon though. <laughs> which yep. is right. Doesn't Trilla take it? Yeah, she, she does. It yeah, she takes it back to the. Uh, Inquisit- I mean, you don't get to, fortress inquisitorius. Without that, yeah, you don't get the the whole cool inquisitor fortress level mm-hmm. at the end, which is why I'm like 
Kale, you should have just destroyed it the second you saw it. Like, we wouldn't have to do this whole last level, and you could have been done. Just gone well, home. Yeah. I think it... Well, I think it, he had the intentions, like, before he went in there, you know, like, that he wanted to take the Holocron and, you know, start this new Jedi Order, but then he has this vision, and then shortly after, she steals it, and then I think once it gets it, he gets it back, he realizes, like, this is not a good thing, that we should just destroy yeah. this, and we shouldn't we shouldn't mess with these kids lives which is yeah it was the nice thing it was the good thing to do it was the right thing to do but mm-hmm. um let's talk a little bit about this final level here yeah the inquisitor base is awesome yeah, this is fun we also this saw this cool. in kenobi this is... which yeah yes we did which was yes, kind of did. funny because it's all the same time period so we're hitting out hitting yep, all this those was same beats definitely kenobi in the... was Kenobi was ripping off Fallen Order, stealing all the same beats from Fallen Order. It's true, yeah. We, yeah. This, uh, this was the first time I saw like the Inquisitor base. The first, first time I played this game. Yeah. What's up with that? Why does Vader hang out in this Inquisitor base so much? Now I'm thinking about he's it. Well, he's minions. the leader. He's the leader of the Inquisitors. Yeah. He's, I guess. he's the one who. So he just, he's there. He's just them. like, he's a micromanager. Is that what you're telling me? So why don't I just come around to the office and just hang out? Make sure you guys are doing. I think your job. he. I think he does. He just. Sh- it seems like he just shows up occasionally just to make sure that yeah. everything's going well. What else is he doing? Right. Do some right. Torturing, Sit, sitting in know. his castle on uh, a Mustafar. Handful of Jedi's out there. Yeah. I'm bored. Let's go, go check on the Inquisitors. Go down to the office. Yeah. <laughs> go down to the office. Maybe get some lunch. I'll be back. Was, yeah. 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 This, what is he gonna stare menacingly out a window? Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Think, think about Padme. Oh, too soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. It's only been five years, asshole. How dare you? No, but, but the do. funny thing—the funny thing is, the first time I played this, I remember this base taking so much longer, just because you're constantly dying. It's a like gauntlet. The, the final boss. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of enemies thrown at you in this one. And the final boss took forever to beat the first time, but blow through it on story mode in like a half an hour like it goes really quick there's like a couple hallways i was like surprised how short it was i mean yeah and then you get to the one you get to the one gauntlet room where you just face wave after wave of people that was was, a fun one yeah i noticed like a couple parts in the game where like you got either got a power or something they just throw like a pile of super low level dudes at you and you just like cut your way through them oh yeah like when you first get your crystal on ilum and you're coming out you get you get like a chunk of like 10 or 12 dudes coming at you at the same time and you handled them in about you know 7 to 12 seconds oh yeah which is cut through them like butter super intense but super fun one grape that um, i that, that i haven't building up man that i haven't brought up yet this is my one one of my gripes i only have a couple with this game um no dismemberment on stormtroopers. Can't do it. Uh, Can't annoys do me. it. I think that's a you Star can, Wars rule. You can cut the fucking bugs in half all you want, but you can't cut an arm off a stormtrooper. Cut an R2 unit in half. Yeah. Gonna, I don't know. I think that's. I think. Well, that's like in the old Jedi Academy games, you could, you know, you could dismember the stormtroopers, but really? not, yeah, that mu- it must be a Disneyified rule because that was before the you know the whole Disney acquisition. So I can see you know, Disney making that rule. Half. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, there the, the rules seem weird, but like, come on. 
you're cutting bugs in half, but then stormtroopers, for some reason, your lightsaber doesn't cut through them. They got that armor, shiny white armor. <laughs> Not a big deal, but it's just always something that annoyed me. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It's always in Star Wars. What I like about this game, and just getting up to like the final moment here, is uh, how it ties in like stuff that we saw with the new new sequel movies, right? Like uh, the touching the the mirror and like seeing the vision, um, the holocron. I think that was in Rise of Skywalker. Um, the K two unit, right, which was from uh, Rogue One. Um, the Order sixty six going down, which was from the prequels. Darth Vader, which was from like the original. Like this game literally does pull a little of everything. I think it. That's why I like this game. When you say is it a classic, like I think it does because it it fits in this world and it feels just fine and it's not ruining anything. And I think it just pulls a little bit of everything. And like this game just gets the whole franchise to me. And I don't know. I liked it so. I don't know, I thought it was really exciting because, like, where could you possibly go? You're pulling all these little things from each of the different um, eras of Star Wars. But, of course, you're going to have, like, a big battle with Trilla. And then when that shit, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a tough fight. But when you defeat her, uh, Seer comes out, right? Mm -hmm. Or did, when does Seer come out? Yeah, Seer comes you. out right after you defeat her, yeah, because she's talking to Trilla and, like, right? trying to convince her. Yeah. To come back, yeah. And, and she's like, it's too late for me. Mm -hmm. And then you hear the breathing and the The, the fucking walking. reveal of Vader, oh my god, it's so good. This is like prime time Vader. Yeah, right? Like, where is it in reveals? I mean, this is a pretty cool reveal, man. I've carried so much hate for you. I wish they ruined it. They ruined it when they first released the game because they showed they played a fucking ad that had Vader in it. But like that's supposed to be a big surprise at the end. Oh really? Of I didn't the know game. It. Yeah, so I they like spoiled themselves with an ad that they were running while they were advertising the game. So I was like, I knew Vader was in it, so that kind of spoiled its rise for me. But if you go into this oh, game blind, know. not knowing that and like you get that Vader reveal, even knowing it, it's still awesome. But like, just not expecting I thought it was that a, at all. I thought it was an Inquisitor, like her boss. Well, so technically, it, Vader, it is her boss. Yeah, he's the big boss. He's right, the big boss, right. Man. Yep. 
Well, she's second sister. I thought like first brother or somebody's going to come out and you have failed me. What last time? Yeah, Avengers. What uh? What brothers and sisters were Rian and Kenobi? There was like fifth brother and. I don't I, even. Yeah, I forget who remember. the girl was. I get the yeah. I get the inquisitors I confused. They, they all get promoted. Their numbers go up when somebody somebody gets killed. Two gets killed. I, everybody gets moved up a notch. Yeah, I don't really know how the numbers work. Like who? Yeah, if it's a ranking or if it's like a. Uh, just designation for like when they joined or something. I'm not sure. I think it's got to be. It's got to be a ranking. I could see it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, you get to you get to fight Vader for. I mean, I'm using air quotes. Fight Vader, um, right? Because he basically just is so powerful that he just tosses you around like a rag doll, and you just basically scramble to try and get away from him, more or less. I love that they did that. I love that they did that because it would make no sense. It would make no sense if Cal could stand up to Vader and actually like take him on. Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly. really smart the way that they did it. Throws that. you out of the room. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. thinking, yeah, Jedi Master slash Sith Lord Vader, like five years after. At this point, the Revenge most of the Sith, well, like the most powerful Sith or Jedi in the entire galaxy. Right. Basically. Yeah. And it's Besides cool how you do it. You just yeah. pull the, the thing and it wet and he and he stops it with his other hand. So it distracts him. It was a smart move. It like it distracts him. That's one part that I was annoyed by. Cause I think this is my gamer brain just thinking too much about things. I thought it was bugged out at that point. Because I thought I couldn't do anything. Like he was just choking me and I would wait. Like I was pushing every button. Oh, you didn't you could see a glue. I know, I just thing. wasn't looking for it. I think you gotta I was just, just like move the camera to Center I was just pushing every bit. button. I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? So I did that like three Die? times. I know. I, at first I was like, oh my God, do they kill me off? I guess that makes sense, right? Because who the fuck is Kale in like, right. the, a big mm-hmm. story? So I was just like, that makes sense, but what a way to go. But then I'm like, hold on a second. I can <laughs> pull that. And then I'm like, oh, I'll take him out. But then Vader puts his hand out and stops it. Oh, and then good. he's like pissed off. And then he throws you out of the room. Door closes. And I'm like, like, well, now what do I fucking do? And then all of a sudden he's just like crumbling because he just starts throwing stuff like crazy at you. The chase sequence, yeah, is good when you're just running away from Vader. And if you if you look back at all, like you can't look back at Vader or he will like pull you towards him and kill you. Or like, even if you just look at him? If you turn around, yeah, he'll he'll kill you. Um, huh. so you got to like run away, make sure you don't look back, which I thought was kind of funny. Hmm. That is pretty but, crazy. It is like a, it's like one of those uncharted like escape sequences you just Running, down, yeah. platforming down a hallway, trying to get the fuck out yep. of there. Mm-hmm. And it was cool when he gets to the he gets to a, like a elevator lift on the other side, and like you go to turn around and hit the button, yeah, and Vader's, Vader's like fucking five feet in front of the elevator. Right. The it's door like closes, and movie. you see the lightsaber come right through. It is like a horror movie, very much so because you know. Have we ever right seen Vader it. run? It does Vader not run? No. I know he walks menacingly. Yeah, I don't think he, I just don't think he needs to. He I don't think he run. can. Like with the How did he get there so got, fast? No, he just force floated. Yeah, he could force fly himself over there if he wanted to. Or okay, fo- force like the, jump. So he goes up the elevator, then he starts um getting out of there and then he bumps into Seer. Seer's alive, right? Or no, he bumps into Vader again. Well, yeah, we think runs... Seer's dead cuz Vader throws yeah, he thinks her. Yeah, Seer's in the dead. Pit. He's telling Green, he's like, "Yeah, get the get the shuttle ready cuz Seer didn't make it." And then goes to the door and Vader's there. How did he get there? He knows a shortcut. He, he, flew? he, yeah. 
He knows a shortcut. He he fucking designed it's the his base, base, probably. Yeah. yeah. Vader can fly around. Are you telling me Vader he can could, fly? Dude, yeah. He could force jump. He could do yeah. Vader can fly. He can't run. Why doesn't he do it in four, five, and six? Why Vader could fly absolutely fly if he wanted to. He could pick himself up with the force and just. Is he lifting his himself? bot like his yeah. armor up or himself? Sure. Or is he can fly? He's got what? Darth Vader can fly. <laughs> he's got one. Two missing legs give and one missing arm. He can't run, but you could. He could definitely. I think he's got a Batman grappling hook, and he's just. <laughs> oh, that would be cool too. I could see that. I don't want Vader flying though. Well, guys. he force jump. He puts a hand up like Superman too when he does yeah, it. He could he could jump a hundred feet in the air if he wanted to. Just a, it's just a force jump. Oh my god! I'm just picturing like the stormtrooper just seeing Darth Vader, like oh man, Vader went after that guy in the uh, to the elevator and he got away. Oh, there goes Vader. And he's just f- flying around and zipping around and climbing walls like a superhero. It's just I don't picture that. It's a picture more. I don't know. Clunky. I don't know how long so, that elevator ride was either. I don't know how far he got in that elevator to. Like, did he go up two stories? Idiot. He stories? took the slow elevator. Yeah. Elevator. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> nice. I'm done. Nice. Um. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty sweet scene though too. Um, Vader pops out, scared the shit out of me this time too when I played it. Um. I was I f- f- kind of forgot that that happened, but mm-hmm. I forgot too. Shows back up. He kind of, you know, and he chucks Cal back, and he drops his saber or whatever, and he's trying to pull it into himself, and Vader stops it from him it getting to him, and then he ignites it, and then turns it around and stabs himself, stabs Cal with his own lightsaber, like yeah, using the force. I'm like, damn, like he is not messing around. It was that was an awesome scene too. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, we get to see how just how powerful Seer actually is because she does stand up to Vader for a second, um, and she's defending Cal and protecting him, and then Cal takes the action and fucking floods the place, and that's how they not bad escape. for a woman that weighs one hundred and ten pounds, right? Yeah, she, yeah, she hold she held her own pretty well against Vader. I didn't know how they got out like so quickly. Like he broke the window on the one side. And Vader's holding up the water, and then all of a sudden they're just like swimming away. I'm like, wait a minute, how did, how did they get out so quickly like that? It was kind of weird, but whatever. It's a video game. Yep. Not gonna, not gonna critique. But uh, Marin shows up, saves them as they're floating up to the surface. Um, wake up on the ship a little later. They open up the holocron, and they kind of look at all the kids. And this is when Cal makes the decision to. Slice it and yep. unceremoniously destroy the holocron and be done with it. So it's and a good then, ending. I love it. You know, it's it's it leaves it open for them to have more adventures together, you know. And like I like this crew and obviously we're probably gonna get this same crew in the next episode or in the sequel. But I did wanna talk about just based on the trailer some of my sequel predictions because in the trailer, they show the Mantis, but it's all, like, fucked up. Like, it's all yeah. destroyed, and there's nobody in it. So, I don't know if Survivor is um, alluding to Cal or this other mysterious figure that is in the trailer. But, like, maybe everybody in Cal's crew gets wiped out, and he's the last one left. I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't think they give it a hard reset. 
Maybe they're maybe they get captured and he's the only survivor. Someone on their crew is gonna die in the next game. Not Grease. Grease is probably the first one to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. They but did it in he's, solo movie. He's expendable. Too. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. The pilot. master's gonna die. The master's gonna die. It's gonna be Seer. Seer, Seer's yeah, like the older one. Yeah, probably. You know, she knighted uh, Kale, which was really cool to see, like the knighting of a Jedi and stuff like that. And you know, she's just too powerful. Like, why isn't she getting the order together? Like, she's pretty legit. But I think she has to be killed off. I feel like she's just. How would she not circle of life be a badass in right. other stories? Mm-hmm. You know? She's pretty nasty just, once she gets back in there. You know, I recognize her from um, Mad TV from the nineties. Really? Yes. Yes. She yeah. Was on, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Deborah Wilson is her name. I yep. Yep. Yeah. She's actually pretty funny. She's a comedian. She's a good actress. That's Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, you don't think that's scary movie? Oh boy. She's got a lot of, did you guys, a lot of stuff out there. So, Did you guys do the uh, meditation training at all? No, I, I thought about it, but I'm like, I got to finish this game. How is it? Is it's it fun. fun or? It's fun. It's just like a, there's a bunch of different uh, combat scenarios. It's just waves of enemies. I it was just, it's, it's, more, it's more combat if you want to do some more fighting. Right. But they do give you a little rewards. Like if you get a certain amount of stars, you can unlock new colors for like BD1 and stuff. But... Oh, shit. That's okay. one of where my missing ones were. I want a pure white BD1, god damn it. <laughs> pure yeah, white, crisp and clean. You know? I think I went yeah. I went with all black most of the time. Like the, uh, the Empire look. I thought that he looked pretty cool. Yeah, wow. let's wrap this up. Like, what did you guys do with your uh, with your Kale and your BD set up? Like, what, what, what did you look like in the... Th- did you change? I changed a lot. So I'm weird. I like to uh, <laughs> role play a little bit. So yeah, I know you do. Yeah. So for Cal, I started out with no poncho at all. Like just, I like the look without the poncho, just his jacket. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And then like halfway through, I started putting on ponchos that kind of matched the planets I was going to. So for like yep. Kashyyyk, I put on like the green one, like the camo green one. And then like on, uh, Illum, I put on like the one, like the hyper shell one that was like supposed to be like warmer looking, and but no, there was there was some cool ones. And then in the Inquisitor base, I put on like the Cal Inquisitor outfit, like as a way for him to like you know he's like in disguise, blending in. Yeah, who's the new Inquisitor? <laughs> right. Oh, that's a uh, fifteenth brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looks like Cal because he doesn't wear a fucking helmet wherever he goes. Yeah, get a winter right. hat. When he was on Ilum, I'm like, dude, get some gloves. He's freezing. Yeah, you need some. Yeah, you need some warmer clothes. Yeah, Tr- dude. Trilla's like, as soon as she revealed who she was, she's like, I'm not wearing my helmet anymore because now you know who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. That's no, but cliche. The pon- Yeah, the yeah. ponchos are 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 fine. I think I prefer the the unponchoed Cal though. He just he looks cooler without it. Yeah. yeah. The the pon- I'm not I like the poncho but like I agree there's way too much poncho like why is it not one outfit why are there not like fifty I wish completely different I options? wish there why were more it... outfits yeah because you not can just get, ponchos you can get a like fifteen skins with like a couple days of work rather than having to make all these new three D models and stuff you could just swap the texture on poncho oh I'm sorry True. was your budget only like a quarter of a million dollars I no I don't think so I think there are some cool enough. mods on this game for PC though like really? you can change how Cal looks 
you can like be Obi-Wan Kenobi or Kylo yeah, Ren. Yeah, give me fucking robes and shit, man. Yeah, God there's yep, Jedi robes. Yeah, there's there's some cool stuff on on PC, but Well, I was the Inquisitor outfit the whole game. The second the whole game, man. Really? And I had a red lightsaber the whole game. And my kids when they were watching, they were like weirded out like, "Why do you have a red lightsaber?" Why like, are it's you, my favorite color and I want to use it. I don't like they why do they have to only get red? Like, come on, it's not fair. So I used red this time. And I loved it because like in the game, there's in-game sequences and they're just it just seems out of character and out of place when there's like a red lightsaber turned on and mm-hmm. they're like handing over like like check out my lightsaber. Like the lightsaber doesn't define me and he's just like showing I don't know, it just it just seems ridiculous. I'm wearing an inquisitor outfit. It's dual lightsaber. It's got red coming out. I don't look like a good guy in any way. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, you will save the Jedi Order. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't or look kill like them a Jedi all. right now. Or kill them all, yeah. Right. I want, or, I want yeah, leather, to kill them all. leather poncho, and I think I rotated colors like every single time I stopped at a lightsaber table. I, I like was constantly... Yellow. I was constantly changing my lightsaber parts. And I was everything. changing my lightsaber design a lot. That, that is I really awesome. like. I that's, love that. That's the was fun. That's to the me. dream, dude. That's what you changing fantasize about is like yes. designing your own lightsaber. Oh, it's so absolutely. fun. Absolutely, you gotta love the, the leather straps are the best. I do. Yeah, the leather leather look is good. Really love, it's so classic. I like more of the the metal looks, but the there's there is a lot of cool lightsaber parts, and I would. I usually stuck with blue. Blue's my favorite lightsaber color, but I did change to yellow towards the end, and yellow is cool. I was tempted to orange, do yellow. Yeah, those look yeah. good. What What did you guys do for the mantis? Because <laughs> I just I was kind I of, was like I every time I well since we we're all playing New Game Plus, most of the chests that you come across are already opened, but there was a few new ones that I found mm-hmm. exploring. Yep. So I, every time I would find a new mantis color, I would just put it on. You know, the mantis I didn't care as much about. I would just swap here and there. Well, in the game, you you fight. Uh, it's cool, like because you we kind of skimmed over this. Um, I found a Boba Fett kind of coloring there. for uh, yeah. BD. There's like the bounty the bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah, so I got that for BD one and for ma for man for the mantis, mantis. Yeah, and I thought that was really cool. But I I, f- I forget that this game has a couple like we kind of totally skipped over this, but. Yes, I, like you. There are other characters that randomly make an appearance. Like you get like knocked out and captured by a bounty hunter. That's a hunter. cool sequence. Oh, I, I forgot, I, about, I forgot that. I like, about that. And there's like a rocks band and all that stuff. And you're like, you have to. Yeah, we we totally co- went over this too. Like BD gets like separated from you. Like you have to get BD. That's a good sequence. Right? Yeah, I forgot about you that. Have to find you, your lightsaber. Then, totally, uh, totally unexpected. Yeah. Yep. And then you come back up, and then you have to like go into this arena and fight a bunch of like monsters and shit. And then uh, the bounty hunter that captured you, you take him out. Which you just pull him. You just pull him towards you. Pull him down. That's all yeah. I did. Take him out. Of the yeah, and he just, it was an easy kill. It's just like where do you think you're going? Here, boom, dead. Um, and then on uh, oh god, De- De- uh there's another bounty hunter duo that mm-hmm. you bump into. I think there, right? Yeah. There's a couple of them. I think I got a trophy for defeating all the bounty hunters or whatever. Yeah, I thought that was really cool fighting all those guys. Like it those were like made the sense. Grease's uh, like his gambling debt. I guess that's where they kind of came from because he does apologize for it when you get caught the one time. Oh, okay. So I think right. the bounty hunters that looking for him or they're taking you hostage or right. Cal just gets caught up in all that business. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I thought they were just hired by like the. That makes more sense. Because they don't really talk about it with the Inquisitors, so okay. But they don't go after Greece; they go after you, which is weird because you're the Jedi. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. What were they thinking? 
No. Um, all right, cool. Well, we got we talked for an hour about a game. I say, yeah, um, that's a lot. That went by quick. Um, do you guys got anything else you want to jump in on here before we uh, close this up? No, just if you have, if you play this game, if you haven't played this game, well, shit. But if you have played this game and you haven't played it on the new consoles or any of the upgrades or updates that they've done to this game, um, I think it looks absolutely stunning. Um, and it f- sounds great. It, it, it's a fun game. And if you don't want to play a game that's too hard, um, put it on story mode and have fun. I think it's totally worth um, as a Star Wars fan, revisiting if you played it when it first came out. I think it's, uh, it, it, like I said earlier, it fits into the franchise just fine. And I really like Kale. And please give me your reason to see him on the big screen or in the TV show. Like he's worthy of it. He's Dude, good, I re- and the actor, Cameron, Cameron Monaghan, he's, he's really good. I like him as an actor yeah. a lot. So like him playing, the version, you know, the live action version of Cal would translate so well because he it looks, looks just like him. Like, yeah, they, they did it. For yeah. the he, they use his face too. and everything. Yeah. So he and he, I, I love him as an actor. So I would love to see him in other Star Wars content. And wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we did see him. But yeah, like, yeah, like Brandon said, if you haven't played this one since it came out, I would suggest playing it again. Pop it on story mode, blow through it. it I don't know. It probably took what, like. 10 hour it was a lot shorter than the first playthrough that's for sure yeah much but, yeah. much shorter which 10 12 hours maybe um it's pretty it's a pretty quick one if you uh just have it on story mode but the story is is good and it's worth experiencing again um and it's, you get more really of the fun. story out of it i think when you play in the easier mode just because right you're, you're not, not you're not focused fighting. on the combat as much yeah it's, yeah it so. takes the long gaps of combat in between a cut scene or whatever like you forget the story if you're too caught up in things so right right nice yep. all right well um i think that should do it let's uh take a little break here uh time to kneel down again and meditate yep, yep. meditation rest time. up refresh our drinks get some blue milk and check um, your skill tree <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh well let's come back after this and uh we're gonna play a new game right Ooh. after this back for act three of the nomads of fantasy where we always like to play a little game to kind of wrap things up um this week we got something a little new is it sabak um, it's sabak isn't it no i knew it, it. <laughs> i did play i did play an entire round of sabak as part of a star wars rpg campaign so it's a whole different Damn. story whole nother story to get into there but um no today we're playing star wars sound effects Oh boy! Oh, so, okay. Oh uh, boy, you put me on the spot. This, yeah, because I mean, Star Wars has some of the most iconic sound effects in it, which is kind of what I was thinking as we were playing this. Like the music's great, right? 
BD's got some great sounds. Like you get the every time 18s, you ignite you ignite the... the lightsaber, you know, it's just yeah. the best. Very yeah. very iconic sound effects here. So uh, we're gonna go back and forth, um, and you know, we'll see if you how much you guys really pay attention to. Uh, oh boy, sounds Let's that are it. in all of these movies um, should be fun. I've got a number between one and ten. Eric, what is it? Uh, five. <laughs> five. Right in, the, right in the middle. Uh, five point one. the easy way. That's not a number. Six. Uh, it goes to Eric. The number was four. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> somebody was going to go right in the middle. Your uh, price is right. Sorry. Rules didn't work. Wah, wah, wah. All right. Uh, Eric. Middle. Uh, tell me, uh, what? Is this sound effect? Mm. I'll play it again for you. That's definitely like some type of walker. Um, either an ATAT or an ATST. Which one is it though? I could be completely wrong, but that's what it sounds like to me. I'm going with an ATAT. Uh, Eric, with the ATAT is correct. Yeah, baby. That is the big lumbering footsteps. I was thinking ATST, uh, but I guess it is an ATAT, a little bit heavier. A little the bit big bigger. thumping, yeah, yeah, the reverberation on the thumping is what made me go with ATAT. It's interesting hearing it isolated like that. Yeah, the little, it almost sounds like music, like the little. <laughs> it did. The, the little high hit. It's got a little beat to it, yeah. Um. All right, Eric with one. Uh, let's go over to Brandon. Uh, Brandon, tell me, uh, what is this sound effect from? Oh, that's that's the security alarm. Um seems like it's yep, that's that's an alarm. It's usually uh the M- Empire is playing that, it sounds like it's like their security alarm. Uh I'm gonna give that one to you. That is the uh, the Death Star alarm sound. I was gonna say I knew it was Death Star specifically. Uh, Death Star No, because mm-hmm. they don't they play it. They play in a lot of the other Imperial things. That's kind of why I gave well, it to you there. Played it in I think this, I've heard it in... They played it in Fallen Order. Yeah, they did, I think in, they did. The Inquisitor, in the Inquisitor base when you're running away. So yeah, maybe that's just the Empire's generic and then I thought alarm they, sound. And I thought they played it on a Mandalorian episode when they were storming one of the bases. Yeah, it's it's in a couple different places, but yeah. It might have originated from... I think at the originate. Yeah. Right here, they have it as the Death Star, but I was giving it to you anyways. The, okay. an, Imperial, an Imperial alarm. Was, yep. is the correct answer but that is that is a very iconic it is oh yeah in siren why don't they have that just can we adopt that into like real world it's just let's just use that instead of the things we hear <laughs> like when you hear the they hear the sirens on the ghostbusters thing like that's just one of those iconic yep sounds mm-hmm. that you hear so all right uh one to one let's go over to eric uh let's see if you can tell me what this is from Hmm. Is that pod racing? Is that your final answer? Yes. Uh, it is not. Fuck. It is 
That is a speeder bike from the planet. Oh, speeder Endor. bike. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of hear the yeah. as okay. it's kind of zooming away. Pod racing. Yeah, that popped into my head first. I, so, I thought pod racing as well, dude. Speeder um, bike. Okay, that's a good one. I'm. I may throw. I may throw in uh, other sound effects in here as well. They're. They're not all going to be just uh, machines. I guess we'll say. Oh, okay. Just to throw that out there, so we're not, so we're not too, you know, on the nose. But all right, let's go over back to Brandon. Um, let's let's give you this one. Let's see if you can name this sound. One more time. Hmm. Uh, sounds like a weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. I'm trying to think if it's like one of those tur- um, anti-air guns uh, or whatever they have. Uh, turrets. Space turrets on uh, the Death Star. Can, you, can I hear it one more time? Yeah, I'm going to go with that. What's that? I don't know the official title of it. It's like, it's like the turret uh, on the Death Star. They have like those turrets, those um, little tower an, defense. A, tower. Well, yeah, t- they probably call it tower defense, but I would just call them like anti spacecraft, anti. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, I I also know that that is not the correct answer. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, what is that? I was kind of stumped on that too. This is the quad cannons from the Millennium Falcon. That was one of my thoughts, but I wasn't sure. Wow, it's so weird hearing it like that. Mm-hmm. All by its lonesome self. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Brandon. My initial thought was they always shoot in the series. Yeah. All right, we're still back at still back at one. So let's uh, go back to Eric. Let's see if you can tell me. Let me find it. Let me find a good one on here for you. Make sure we get it nice and difficult. Oh boy. Um all right. Tell me what this sound effect is from. Jocha. Can we hear it one more time? Jocha. You gave him that. Brandon Brandon thinks it's an easy one. I have two two guesses or two Jocha. thoughts in my head. Jocha. Brandon's over there. Brandon knows what it is. Brandon, Brandon. I feel like I know what it is. I mean, is that? Yeah. Uh, I. Hmm. It's so weird hearing these like isolated. <laughs> oh my god! I, no music. No. Uh, I don't no know which one to go with. It. I don't know which one to go with. Um, I have two guesses. My my initial like instinct is to say Jawa, but I don't. It doesn't quite sound like a Jawa. It's too robotic. So I think it is. I don't know what the fucking whatever the princess when Princess Leia is disguised in Return of the Jedi. What what's the name of that thing? I don't remember. But you know what I'm talking about, right? 
Uh, when well, I, oh. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, when Princess Leia goes to Jabba the Hutt's when base, she's, and she's dressed up as like the yeah, she's as a bounty hunter. She's dressed up. She's as got the mask hunter. on. Yes, and she sound you know she's got the weird voice modulation. That's what it sounds like to me. So that's what I'm going with. It also might be a Jawa, but I'm going. Can with I the... can I answer it? Yeah, Erica's wrong, but Brandon wrong on both. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't think I get the point, but to me it's it's a fucking Ewok and it's probably Wicket. Oh, that is. I didn't even wicked. think about that. Cho-cha. Cho-cha. Okay, yeah. now I hear it. That's yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking it sounded more like robotic. These, these audio audio files are very. I think I'm noticing that they're very compressed. That's yeah. I they're think like that's low quality. That's my... why they sound mm. kind of like that. Yeah. I don't know. Have you guys but even they're, seen they're Star Wars before? They're, well, they're stripping. <laughs> they're stripping the sound from a movie and like isolating the background sound to get the the specific sound Could effect. Could be. That's what I think Let's is see. going on. I gave Brand- I gave Eric that one. Let's see if you can get this one. This one. Wait, Eric kinda... got that right? No, he didn't. No. Get that. Oh, didn't. okay, yeah. I definitely um, hear you walk now that you say that. Jota, <laughs> Jota. All right, let's try. Let's try this one. See, well, it might be a little too easy. I want to. I don't want to give any unfair uh, advantages here. Uh, Brandon, why don't you tell me? What this is the sound of? Well, so you tell me what this is the sound of. Ooh, that's good. That's good. What? You like your vehicles. Oh, that is... um. Can I hear it again? Mm-hmm. It sounds high quality on my end. I don't know what it sounds like because it's <laughs> streaming out over to you guys. But At first I was thinking it's the Millennium Falcon landing, but I want to say it's, it sounds a little bit bigger than that. And I want to say... I don't know. I, my other thought is it's um, Princess Amidala's um, royalty ship from The Phantom Menace. That's my guess. Amidala's ship, the uh, the Nabu, the Nabu speeder. I forget whatever that thing is called. Yeah, the, yeah. the shiny silver one. Yeah, uh, is incorrect. Uh, yeah. This is the sound of an X-wing flyby. Oh, really? <clears throat> Must be going slow. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a cruising speed. Just a little, it just sounds yeah. so big and heavy. Hmm. Interesting. That is true. Um. All right. Well, you guys aren't aren't faring too well here. <laughs> I feel like I should <laughs> be take here. all night. We'll start lobbing some easy ones for you. Um. Eric, let's let's try this one. Uh, okay. If it doesn't sound good, um. Because I haven't played all of these, obviously, and listened to all 38 pages of these. So uh, just tell me what this is the sound of. Oh, that's just one of the uh, one of the doors, one of the, you know, automatic doors and the Death Star. That is correct. OK, that's good. It's a door opening. <laughs> Star Wars Empire door opening sound effect. 
beautiful. Nice. All right. Well, we got, we got back on the board. Um, all right. Let's go back over to Brandon. Let's let's try this one. Let's try this one. There's a couple sound effects mixed in there, but we're looking for the main one in there. I know is this it, one. Is it? Wait, am I listening for the gunshots? Eric's. Eric's well, I don't know what I'm supposed to be listening for. Am I, is it the gunshots? Uh, that's. I mean, that's part of it. Okay. All right. All right. Play it again. Somebody's spinning out of control. Sounds like sounds like prequel shit. Definitely not OG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Play it Talk again. Talk it out. Talk it out. I don't know the prequels as much. It's like the weaker of my uh, Star Wars knowledge. Um. Man, <laughs> this sounds like a Naboo uh, Starfighter or whatever in the end of Phantom Menace. But it could also be what well, Anakin and, and Obi-Wan were fl- zipping around in, in like in 3 and shit. Oh, God, play it again. Sorry. <laughs> Eric, do you know what it is? I think I do. Okay. Sure. Oh, dude, it's... Is that from the? Is that from one of the pod races when the one little guy? That's my guess. It's like when the one guy fucking got shot and he flip out and blew up. Oh, that is not correct. Damn, is, Eric, you want to steal? No. Well, not it's really. definitely it's definitely some blaster bolts going off a shield. But is it specifically like the Gungan shield from Phantom Menace? It is the Gungan shield from Phantom Menace. Wow, Eric. Oh, damn, damn. Eric, impressive. that's a good pull. The first one was the the Gungan balls sound effect. I thought that was BB-8. That was yeah, that was oh, okay. that sounded like BB-8 to me. But yeah, was, I dipshit okay. Jar Jar knocking sure. those balls all over. Oh, yeah, that good. does have a very prequilly sound effect to it, which uh, I don't know. They have a higher quality to their sound effects. All right, uh, we're going back to Eric. This is a good one. I've been holding on to it. Tell me, as soon as I find it again, what sound this is from Star Wars. <laughs> oh, that's Salacious B. Crumb. <laughs> that is Salacious Crumb. Wow. I didn't think you'd get that so quickly. Oh, yeah. Instant. There's all sorts of aliens in the Star Wars universe that's, that make I- that noise. Iconic. Iconic yeah. laugh. Oh, Eric. I can, Congratulations. I can picture his little fucking face popping up mm-hmm. in Jabba. You didn't get the Ewok, but you got Salacious Crumb out of all of them. Wow. Damn. <laughs> I, am, I am impressed. <laughs> right, well, congratulations. You are the winner um, of Star Wars Sound Effects First Edition. That um, was good. There's lots of random stuff in here that we can always come back to someday when we do another Star Wars episode probably sooner than later because we seem to do these a lot so excellent well before we get out of here why don't um why don't you give us a quick rundown of uh our social our social haps um sure 
Oh, hey, why don't we re- tell what, what, what we did between oh, the yeah, last yeah, episodes? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about our little uh, little game yeah, that we re- released. Give it out there. Sure. It's called What Map, and it is a daily game. So if you played, you know, Wordle or Guess the Game or any other of those daily uh, games that refresh every day, um, it is like one of those, but it's with video game maps. So you, you like get the in-game six... map, like not yes. like the map that you're playing on it, but the map Correct. that you kind of look at to guide you when you're doing quests or exploring or something. Starts very zoomed in, and you get six guesses, and with each wrong guess, it zooms out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it's it's really fun. I mean, we've all been playing it. Uh, we made it, but even I don't even know I get, all the maps that are in there. I get them wrong, and I picked out all the maps. It's, it's tough. But um, I we've all been playing it every day, and it, it's fun. But if you want to check it out, it's at whatmapgame.com. It's free. It's just a browser-based game. You could play it on your desktop, mobile device, whatever you got. Uh, and yeah, check it out. If you play a lot of games, it's intriguing because like one thing we always talk about is like the UI in games and like how some maps have some games have good maps, some games have horrible maps, some games have really interesting ways of letting you go around the overworld. So. If you're spending hours playing a game, you're looking at that map a lot, mm-hmm. I think, you know, and you, you spend some time with that map. And if you, if you like that game, you're probably going to remember that map, you know, for sure. So that's kind of like it's like a little uh, homage to the in-game maps out there a little bit because, you know, a good map goes a long way and they're, they're just fun. And what sure. I really like about our game is I'm really appreciating the variety of maps and icons and all that stuff that pop up in the game. So, yeah, it's it's a fun little game. It's not easy. <laughs> it no. takes a couple. You gotta take a couple guesses to kind of land. Yeah, it can lock be it tough, in. especially well, definitely if you've never played the game before. But even if you have, it might take you a minute to recognize. Oh, I got it one since that, it's so zoomed in. Yep, I, I was like five guesses in, and I got it. And I've never played the game, but I was just like, man, I think I know what this is though. Sometimes you can make an educated just guess. The art style, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it's 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 fun. Whatmapgame.com if you want to check that out. For sure. How else can they get a hold of us? Uh, you can email us at nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com. You can get at us on uh, social medias at, in, at nomadsoffantasy on Twitter and Instagram. And you can visit the nomadsoffantasy.com for all of your other nomad needs. You can also go to the nomadsoffantasy.com slash discord. If you want to hop in the discord, start chatting with us. Uh, it's a fun place in there. We post our what map game results every day. So <laughs> if you want to do that along with us, you can go there as well. But I think that's all I got. Nice. Um, all right. Well, we'll be uh, getting into October next and we're going to start getting into some scarier things some more suspenseful things but next week we'll be talking about i believe it's a 90s movie uh the abyss so the abyss if you're playing along that's a great one to play with so uh why don't you give it a watch and uh come visit us next week and with that safe travels nomads and may the force be with you no and utini utini to everybody utini for always and forever
Sí,